Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 257. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This, my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Today we're going to get super spoilery on Gotham 309, Mad City, The Executioner. To recap, Gordon convinces a very skeptical Bullock to look into whether Barnes could be responsible for Simon's murder, while Barnes decides that Gordon is either going to be recruited or, or executed. He takes Gordon for a ride, has his recruitment speech shut down, then tries to kill or frame Gordon. At the last minute, Bullock and the GCPD show up to save Gordon from the end of the line. Barnes earns a straitjacket for his efforts. Penguin's sloppy hit on Isabella has consequences as Nigma quickly uncovers foul play, but Pingers can relax because Ed thinks Butch is the culprit. Ivy gets in too deep when she drugs a smarmy rich guy, steals his emerald, gets caught, then shows up at an incredulous Selena's hideaway. Turns out she stole some kind of key, and some talon-looking hitmen are very interested in where the key Ivy Selena... The key Ivy... Selena and now obviously Bruiser hold up. <laughs> okay. Um, so get a little weird there toward the end, but we made it. I know. Yeah, we made it. Everyone's it got a key, and they need to figure out what's going on. That's that's what happened. Um, I found this episode to be a decidedly disappointing end to the Barnes story. Yeah, yeah. They they had some real hype, and don't get me wrong. Um, not not Barnes's fault. He I mean, Chicklist did a great job in the episode. Mm-hmm. I was fascinated by several of his speeches. Um, mm-hmm. Writing wasn't bad either. That, like that that line early on about it. It starts as a whisper. I thought, good, good line, good speech. And the way he um, takes Gordon for a ride was really pretty great. I'm gonna remember that trick if I ever need to. The like giving the address the opposite way. Mm-hmm. What are That's... you planning? <laughs> just, just gonna keep that in case. <laughs> you know, I ever get like Alice blooded. Like, right. No, I know what to do. I've seen this episode. <laughs> it's not so, it's yeah. not Chickless's fault though that we're disappointed with this, I think. It's just that it wrapped up really quickly and I guess his name is the executioner. Yeah, and by the way, the executioner isn't anybody. Right. I mean, unless it's a Marvel comic, in which case there's a character named the executioner, but not in DC. <laughs> not that I know of. Um He just turned into his own personal punisher and um got caught rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of lame. I mean, maybe he'll be back. I don't know. I, I really like Captain Barnes and like Michael Chiklis, so I was kind of hoping for more. Yeah. Uh, and right now, you got to wonder, who's going to take over the, the, the GCPD? Because technically, doesn't Bullock have the most experience there right now? I think so, yeah. Get on in there. And by the way, um, it was a nice little turn. I, I enjoyed him recruiting Lee. I admit mm-hmm. Every now and then, the show does something that's very real. And um, they won't believe me, but they will believe you. That kind of thing. Right. It, make, so, it makes you wonder when, like, they clip the brake lines on a car, and you're like, no, you, you made so much sense last episode. What are you doing? <laughs> okay, so when Ivy picked up that scarab, did did you squeal Blue Beetle? <laughs> um, No, but I was honestly just so distracted by that, that guy. I, I'm tired of Ivy hitting people over the head with vases. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he calls it a vase, so I'm going to. I'm sure. about tired of her smashing people over the head. I've seen it twice now, and it was twice too many. But I really wanted him to get hit over the head. Anyone with that voice deserves to have something stolen from them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, What's upstairs? The bell of the room. When when uh, when Ivy started hanging out with Selena, mm-hmm. I was like, "Damn, this chick is playing a great Claire Foley Ivy." <laughs> like she actually was doing Claire Foley's Ivy, and it yeah. worked. She act- clearly had gone back and and done some. Some studying on that. I thought it was great. By the way, Ivy's um, 
yeah, not not that um, talented mentally, but damn, Selena's so mean to her. Like, by the end of the episode, <laughs> I almost felt bad for her. Yeah, like, Selena finds out her best friend is still alive, and throughout the entire episode, she's like, you just you, had to come back. You just had to come back, you idiot. She really is, like, just, uh, I mean, she probably calls her an idiot, what, a dozen times during the course of the episode? Yeah. Some and you know what, it. That it's harsh, but that's the way Selena is. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. That's true. That's how I she mean, shows affection. I, I don't think she would admit that her and Bruce were a couple if they had wedding rings on. <laughs> I, I even like the way Ivy, oh, oh my god, are you guys a couple now? Oh. Right. No, shut up, shut up. I, no. I actually enjoyed a lot of uh, a lot of her little comedic interludes this episode. Um, mm-hmm. But probably my favorite thing was when uh, when they first meet her, when Bruce is first over there, and he goes, "You do look nice." And there's just this pause. It was simple, but I don't know why that pause got me. <laughs> it was uh, it was just Selena. Just when she looks at him, it was just like, "Oh, you piece of shit! You, you just shut up, really, dude! You shut up." <laughs> Bruce, just, Bruce, Bruce has Bruce a lot to learn. Bruce is a very nice boy. <laughs> you do look nice. Oh, buddy. You're going to learn things like, you know, not saying that kind of crap. <laughs> I did love his uh, his little gambit early on. Um, 5000 in cash today, or you can try and avoid these men on your own. Mm-hmm. And the, the bargaining itself was hilarious. Like, $1,000, you idiot. $2,000. Five? $10,000. I meant to. Yeah. That she was, is, was fun. She is bad. But you know the these guys they don't look like talons to me not necessarily not really I don't know those I, little metal masks I, I don't, don't know. know what they are they just functioned as them and the, and the guy's clearly you know yelling something about did they send you um he's a rich uh, you know jackass sounding guy he's worried about a they it's got to be the court and then some people come out and try to like shoot him so I'm just saying probably talons nah well they didn't have the masks they had kind of instead mask. had. They, well, they had, like, metal things over their mouths. Yeah, they had, like, little um, looking thingies. Yeah. I really, first, first time he showed up, I was like, why does Bane have a crossbow? Yeah, see, they didn't really, they didn't really function as talons, because so far we've only seen one talon, and he had a mask, he worked alone, he skulked about in shadows, he didn't show up like a bunch of government agents shooting people, nor did he have a big metal mask. All true. I just don't know what else to do with these characters until they give me something. Me I, don't, I don't know how else to frame them in my mind. So Me either. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, and speaking of Talons, though, I, I did have this wonderful flash forward when, uh, like, Selena keeps the clipping of, of Bruce Wayne's parents' uh, murder, mm-hmm. which I thought she hid well, so not her fault. But um, she keeps the thing, which is kind of sweet. But they're all going over to Bruce's house, right, to, to camp out? Mm-hmm. Didn't you just have like a flash forward of of Alfred fending off like three talons? Because <laughs> how much are you looking forward to that scene now that I've said it? <laughs> oh, you always Reasonable like Alfred so. fighting. I do, I do, and I, I think I'm going to see it next week. Probably. I mean, did you, I saw the promo? I think I'm going to see it next week. <laughs> right. I didn't. I didn't uh, that promo. Yeah, but I'll go for it. Uh, we'll talk about it in a second. Um. So, favorite line of the episode was. Uh, Harvey coming back to the entire pl- in the entire GCPD in chaos, mm-hmm. and he just goes, "I was gone for an hour." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love that one. Oh, and the the little the bro down at the end. Um, uh, I'm sorry I doubted you. You didn't. Not when it mattered. Man, they're just yeah. so nice. Yeah. But I think I have a. Uh, I, I think I have another. I did really love Bullock's line. That's my favorite Bullock line. But I think the Penguin line this week maybe won. He's trying to comfort uh, Ed, and he 
talking about Ed's Ed's dramatic feelings for, and and it slips in even if you've only known them for like a week. <laughs> yep, just fantastic. Yep. So you know, Ed knows that the brakes are cut. He thinks it's going to be Butch because he would never suspect it be a penguin. Um, that was all very uh, predictable to me. Uh, I then yeah, I had a real problem with um something that happened though with with Ed and the brake line. Did did he just like? Didn't he hastily throw the brake line at that at ridiculous mechanic? Uh-huh. And then doesn't he just show or, up with the brake line later? He may have had... He, I don't know. Did he throw it at him or did he hold it up? He, I think he just held it up. I, I thought I'd... I didn't go back and check this, but it, I, I thought I remembered him just, like, tossing it at the guy like, angrily and then um, having it later. I, I guess I, I guess he went back and was like, I'm going to need those, you dumb mechanic. <laughs> that mechanic, I, though, I represents see. pretty well, I think, the citizenry of Gotham, what we've talked about before. It's just... I, a, just a, a city of dunce hats, man. If you're not actively cast on the show, you're an a- absolute idiot. Have you ever met like one citizen <laughs> that wasn't a complete fool? Um, I don't think so. But you know what? That for some reason that to me that fits in with the uh, '66 Batman series in a way that I'm ridiculously comfortable with. <laughs> You've been prepped for this. Well, uh, two things keep standing out to me about the city. One, it's full of idiots. It just if you're not if you're not like functioning within the plot, they they just make you really uh, really dumb. And two, there's never anybody in it. Uh huh. Like it's just empty streets. And then you know if yeah. if, if you're again part of the plot, you're there. Mm-hmm. Which That's is again true. actually something that Batman sixty six got me used to as well because there was just no one in that city ever. <laughs> ever. Batman eighty nine. Yeah. True. Well, I think the important thing is, and something that... Uh, I'll give Nolan this. His city's actually had people in him. Yeah. I think something that um, I've heard before, and it makes sense, Gotham is just so damn dangerous, people stop just stay going inside. out at night. They just stay inside at night. At all times. I think they even hang a lantern on an 89. That's pretty good. <laughs> just everyone works from home. I mean, at night, they, they just they stay in. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it just sucks. <laughs> oh, well. Um... Yeah, so I think that's it for this episode. That that key was weird. I don't. I guess we'll find out what that is next week. Uh, since in the promo it looks like uh, the Court of Owls are uh, coming after Bruce. Brooke is uh, Brooke, Brooke. Bruce is deciding mm-hmm. to dig in, and he's talking to Falcone, and Falcone's telling him like, "You need to let this go." And Bruce is like, "No, they killed my parents." And, uh, yeah. And Barbara's also going to be looking for Tabitha and Butch, who's been kidnapped by Penguin and Ed. Oh, okay. We see Talons, and they have, like, the, we see a Talon, he has the mask, you know? The full Talon. And, uh, yeah, and Falcon says Gotham, uh, Falcon, Falcone says Gotham will burn. So, I'm looking forward to next week. Looks very Alfred's, Alfred, Bruce, and Falcone-centric. Cool. Alright, so if you have full-blown Talons, I'm just going to call these guys with the metal masks, like, claws for now. Okay. <laughs> I just need something to keep up with. <laughs> Alright. We are DC On Screen. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. We're proud members of the Giant Slash Team Up Network. GiantSlashTeamUp.com for all the cool shows on the network. Um, we are going to be coming right back and reviewing Lucifer 208 Trip to Stabby Town. Until then, keep some DC on your screen.